0: Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app to end up free $250 US Open contest. Just download SGPN in the App Store and hit contest. Welcome everybody to the MLB gambling podcast, the sports gambling podcast network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm in Newcastle upon Tyne, northeast of England. Um, today is Thursday, June 16th. Um, and we are here to handicap the games for Friday, June the 17th. Joining me uh, tonight, a uh, two man show, two man operation. He hasn't got a hat on. He's quite unnerving when he's got his hair out. It's uh it's a bit of a mini moon off vibe going on, actually. Uh, Noah Bernick, Noah, how are you doing?
1: How's it going, Malcolm? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is today. There's uh, not a whole lot of lines that we're handicapping off of, and we're without half the squad. And I'm going to do my best to deliver some winners still. We'll, we'll see how this goes.
0: It's been one of those weeks, and I don't want to labour the point because we've struggled to get some uh, pitches out, particularly on... Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday uh, when Dylan was on um, but yeah there's, a, there's probably about half the games that we're doing at the moment that don't have lines um, but we will do our best we've got we've got lines on the games that we have um, and we'll give you some leans and you can even speculate a little bit on the lines on the ones that we don't have so
1: yeah and, and um, Malcolm kind of has a little bit more pictures than I do that you found so uh, it's sort of my prediction and why the Lions aren't out yet because it's not completely public and which pitchers are pitching this met? Yeah, today exactly. Well. We all use
0: various resources for our probable pitches and uh, either the books might not agree or the books are catching up with something else. Exactly. Um, I've got the golf on in front of me. I've enjoyed the first half of the golf. The second round of uh, ah. the draw have just kicked off. Phil Mickelson's just going up the first. So, um, A lot of my DFS players went early on. And I've not done bad. I in the money in a couple. So one of one of the things I like about golf is you can cheer on your own, man, but then you, the other people can also go backwards if you're done. Uh <laughs> your your player doesn't always have to improve. The other teams yeah. can the other players can regress past you the other way. Uh that's so you true. still feel like you've got to squeak, uh, even if you're done for like so I'll be uh, I'll be putting the hex on a few of these golfers. But yeah, the course setup and everything looks good for it, actually. Uh so that's something to look forward to over the next few days. Um for for me today,
1: I've just for me today, I've just been eating up this media day from uh, the college world series. They got all eight okay. teams doing pressers and stuff like that. But at this time tomorrow we'll have the first game on between Texas A and M and Oklahoma. So that'll be fun.
0: Okay, let's see if I can track down some of that. I'll hit you up with some picks. Um <laughs> Okay. yeah actually so, actually, I could give out some of that
1: i got, I got there's two games tomorrow and there's odds on that, so maybe I'll give out one of my locks is that instead of this mess that we're handicapping today
0: <laughs> um yeah the first mess uh we'll get this out of the way the first, a <laughs> first double, mess the first mess uh there are some uh the Phillies and the nationals play a double header um the site that I use has got Ranger Suarez pitching both games for the Phillies so awesome. <laughs> that's a good effort okay. so i've got. And I think what I've got is Suarez pitching game one and no Nationals pitcher. And then Evan Lee pitching game two for Washington and no Phillies pitcher. So, frankly, none of that is of any use to me whatsoever. So, we'll completely skirt around uh, the Phillies and the Nationals uh, double header. I've got absolutely nothing. We've got no lines. I have we've, trends. We've got some info. Yeah, I have oh, trends. On,
1: uh, Phillies are 11 and 2 in their last 13, and the over is 8 and 4. And the Nationals, they've lost seven of their last nine, and the over is seven and two. So based off of trends, an over might not be a bad play.
0: I've got one trend. But, uh, we're going to come to that later on well, when we get to the game, though, but it's a beauty. I think we we'll quite like it. Uh 220 Eastern first pitch, the Atlanta Braves and the Chicago Cubs. Uh, obviously, when we never get the Cubs uh lines early because of the uh, Wrigley Field factor, which I've remembered to factor in this time. Uh Charlie Morton. Is going for the Atlanta Braves and Keegan Thompson um is on the hill for the Cubs. Um, as I say, this this one unlikely to be priced up at this point anyway, due to the uh to the fact they never priced up the Cubs early doors um because of the win factor. Um Noah, what how far did you get with uh with Morton and Thompson? I mean, the the Cubs are just absolutely unbackable, aren't they?
1: Yeah, uh so also I found trends on this game too. The Braves are on a 14-game winning streak where the over is eight and six, and Atlanta is twelve and two on the run line during that streak. The Cubs have lost nine in a row where the over is seven and two, and they are one in eight against the run line. So I mean, trends points to the run line and the over. Charlie Morton, he's four and three with a five sixty-seven ERA, sixty-six strikeouts, twenty-six walks and sixty point one innings pitch. And he's given up four earned runs and four straight starts. So the Cubs might be be able to get some runs on him, and that should help the over. As for Keegan Thompson, he's 6-2 and on the year with a 367 ERA, 39 strikeouts, 18 walks, in 49 innings pitched. And in two straight starts, he's been chased before the fourth inning. So I see a lot of runs scored in this game, and I'll take the over.
0: Yeah, exactly the same. I think the automatic pick was the Atlanta run line. You said uh, 14 games, 12 of them have gone run line, Um, particularly against Chicago, and then I suppose the only thing you're waiting on is the weather, uh, just in case it's uh, vehemently blowing in to keep those runs down. But yeah, and over in Atlanta um, looks exactly the way to play. And The Cubs just, like I say, completely and utterly uh, unbackable at the moment. They're all over the place. I'm just trying to drag their record up. Um, I mean, they're, they're an absolute mess. So they've lost nine in a row. Um, one and nine in the last ten. They're 11 and 11-23 at home as well. I mean, the signposts uh, pointing to the to the Braves tomorrow uh, couldn't be more clear and obvious. Um, a or five Eastern first pitch is the Tampa Bay Rays and the Orioles. Uh, now I've got Shane Baz going uh, for the Tampa Bay Rays. I love and that Dan- kid. I
1: didn't see him probably, but I I really like that arm.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I've, yeah. We could, we'll talk about Baz in a moment. Dean Creamer. Um some people pronounce it Kramer. I'm perfectly happy to go with Kramer because it's funnier. Uh, Dean Kramer <laughs> goes for the Baltimore Orioles. Um the lines, I don't think we've got any lines on this one either. Um. No. This uh, Tampa Tampa Bay will be short. I think on the Mount Tampa Bay could be approaching. I mean, there's a little question mark over over Baz because he's just coming back from rehab but uh maybe one minus 160, minus 170, something like that. Um so Tampa Bay will be a relatively short favorite. Um, Baz is 0 and 1, a 19.29 ERA, uh, but don't let that fool you. He's uh, just he had one start at Minnesota so far this season. Pitched 48. Um, he didn't pitch 48 innings. He pitched 48 pitches uh, over two and a third. Yeah, two strikeouts. Um, what happened was he was perfect through his first two frames uh, that day against Minnesota. And then just suddenly lost the strike zone in the third. I think he walked a couple of batters, uh, and there was a hit. And then Luis Arias hit a grand slam off him. And that was it. That was enough to get his pitches up to 48, which was his pitch count on the day. Um, so maybe 60 tomorrow, maybe 65 pitches, yeah. something like that. And Baz. the issue
1: with Baz is he, he is prone to the walks. So the pitch count's going to get yeah. up there, and I don't expect him to go too deep into the game.
0: Oh, absolutely not. Um, Kribe has been rehabbing also. Uh, he is one and one. He started two games since he came back, pitched nine and a third with five strikeouts in a 129 ERA. Um, he's been okay through those two starts, tiny sample size. I think maybe the numbers to look at are the, uh, the sample size last year, which ended with a 755 ERA. Um, I thought we could get Behind uh, Tampa Bay here. Yeah, I thought we could get behind Baz. Um, like I say, you take those first two innings um, before he ran into a few issues and he was perfect through those. So maybe he was four strong. By that time, Tampa Bay could be five or six, nothing up. So it was a Tampa Bay run line for me uh, getting behind Shane Baz.
1: And um, here's a trend that you might like as well for this game the Orioles, they're 7 and 0 in their last seven games on the over. Oh, wow. Yeah, so if we're talking about both starters getting out of the game early, um, Orioles pen's not very good. Whereas the Rays, um, who is it that's injured right now? Is it Kittridge? And then it's
0: Andrew Kittridge is yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I know that I know it's a good pen, but that's one of their top dogs. That's going to be he's on the IL for like sixty days, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's done. So. Um, yeah, Baltimore. I feel like there's a... the. There's some bad teams in the league, but Baltimore are one of the feisty sort of bad teams. They've got you look at their lineup and they've got people who can who can keep you in a game. Um Cedric Mullins, uh Anthony Santander will be available after um his little COVID um restricted uh trip to Toronto. Uh they yeah, they've got players who can who can do bits and bobs where you you, you look at lineups like Oakland uh and Detroit, and they just haven't. So uh Baltimore, they, I mean they, they turned over. Toronto last night. Was it Toronto? Yeah, I think it was an 11-10 game or something like that. So yeah, Baltimore always give you a squeak and they will score some runs. So uh, yeah, the over is not a bad play either. Uh, so yeah, Tampa Bay and the over, um, we make some money that way. Uh, 6.40 Eastern is the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Eric Lauer, the lefty, uh, goes for the Brewers and Hunter Green uh, goes for the Reds. Um no lines on this. I reckon talking Milwaukee maybe a slight favourite, um, minus one twenty. Uh, Hunter Green's kind of been all over the place. A lot be much in this though. Green Green often gets quite uh, well valued by the uh, by the book. So I think uh, the the better team um, and the fact that, that Lower's going would be a, a slight a slight favourite for the Brewers. Uh, this is pure speculation on my behalf. Uh, Noah, what did you get for this for for Lauer and Hunter Green?
1: So starting off with some trends, Brewers are three and eleven in their last 14. The over is eight and six in that span, and the reds are five and five in the last 10, and the over is six and four. Eric Lauer, five and two on the year with a 336 ERA, 67 strikeouts, 21 walks, and 61.2 innings pitched. In his last four starts, he has 13 walks, which is it doesn't do the job. Um, and for Hunter Green, he's three and seven on the year with a 510 ERA, 79 strikeouts, 26 walks, and 60 innings pitched. His last three starts have actually been quite good, and he's recorded seven or more strikeouts in his last two starts. In those starts, he's uh, thrown 12 innings, only given up three hits, one run, 15 strikeouts, two walks, and those were against Arizona and St. Louis. So, I I'm one of those guys that I liked Hunter green and I, I saw him as like more of a dual prospect, but he's kind of given up that shortstop uh, position and gone with more of the, uh, the strict pitcher route and a uh, kid Chuck's gas. I'm asking the wrong person here. Cause I know you don't really go to the props too often, but uh, the K prop. Seems interesting, but I don't know where they juice that and if they lay it at five and then give you minus 160 on the over for Hunter Green. That's not very enticing, but um, I would be interested to see where that price is. But otherwise, maybe the Reds as a short dog in this game.
0: Yeah, I agree with you Um, on Hunter Green. I really like him. I liked him. He was kind of getting shelled a little bit earlier in the season. He came in as an absolute flamethrower. That was his thing. Um, I think he's thrown like 10 of the fastest uh, pitches this season. Oh, it's more uh, than MLB. that. Um, yeah, he, he sort of sits about 103 or something, silly, doesn't he? Yeah. But what he actually done, or either he's made the change or someone's made the change as pitching coaches, um, and you'd think it would be a fairly difficult decision, but he, he's, he's just thrown less, uh, fewer uh, fastballs. Um, so it's a great pitch. But not if you throw it sort of ninety percent of the time. So he's throwing in some up speed stuff, and all of a sudden here come the results. Um yep. and uh the I mean the strikeouts, you're just going back chronologically through his game, seven, eight, eight, six, six, nine, six, seven. Six. So the few is go you're going back to April twenty-two, uh, when he had a game that was fewer than six strikeouts. So I can't imagine that'll be the the line. I might be Maybe even seven and a half, um, seven eight. and it's eight. seven and um, a half,
1: I like it. I mean, I was just saying that they probably yeah. offer this thing low and then give you a ton of juice on the over, and it's not very enticing. That's my prediction on where that line's going to be, but I haven't spied it too often on green lately. So,
0: yeah, and he's uh, he's, he's not giving up a homer in his last three starts. So, yeah, I do like Hunter Green, and just that little decision, just to like I say, whether he made the decision, um, or it was the uh, the analytics people just to throw a few fewer um, fastballs and mix in some other stuff uh, yeah. and it's really worked for him so um, when, look, when you throw 102
1: gonna... your slider is going to be great if you can just get yeah, it to yeah. the vicinity yeah. of the plate
0: absolutely filthy yeah. Um, yeah he'll be one of those pitchers that you'll see that on lists of kind of profit pitchers we had Paul Blackburn was another one who was up there um, wouldn't agree and I think he'll be a price at various points uh, but he will turn up some uh, big price wins uh, until people latch onto them a little bit more. Yeah. Um so yeah I would take the uh I'd take the Reds here. if I was gonna make a pick. I don't know what the other I reckon Cincy maybe about plus one ten could be way, way, way off. Um but I thought Milmook would be a, a, a slight uh, favourite. So I think we can get some uh some a little bit of plus money or maybe even money about Cincinnati. Uh, and they would be my pick at home. They've been okay lately of the Reds. Um seven oh five Eastern first pitch is the San Francisco Giants. And the Pittsburgh Pirates, uh, Carlos Rodon, the lefty, goes for the Giants. And Keegan Thompson or Zach Thompson. Keegan Thompson plays for someone Zach. else. Zach Thompson. Yeah. If we had Keegan Thompson already there, yeah, Chicago. Cubs. Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's pitching for uh, the Cubs. <laughs> so I didn't imagine. Um, Zach Thompson uh, goes for Pittsburgh. We've got some actual lines you'll be pleased to hear. Uh, San Francisco, minus uh, 210. Uh, exactly what I would have said actually. Uh, Pittsburgh plus 180 and the total is set at 8. Um, interesting matchup this one. It's uh, Rodon 5 and 4 318 ERA, 65 innings, 83 Ks and a 122 with uh, Zach Thompson is 3 and 4 with a 450 ERA 50 innings, 39 Ks and a 136 whip. Um, Rodon has slipped a little bit didn't uh, he? Uh, but absolutely got back to his best last time out uh, against the LA Dodgers. So I think uh, Rodon should be able to keep that going, especially against these Pirates. Um, Thompson has been pitching really, really well. 2.34 ERA in his last seven games. And that includes um, hot start against Atlanta and the Dodgers. Uh, So he's shown he can do it against half-decent opposition as well. Um, Just look like an under to me. Uh, We've talked about this all week. Uh, how San Francisco San Francisco are experts in going and winning a game four to one. Uh, Pittsburgh yeah. don't score, San Francisco don't score loads. Both pitches will go well. Um, I've got a first five under, uh, or I've got an under eight at minus 105. No, I looked, uh, looked at almost too straightforward a to handicap.
1: Yeah, you're gonna like the trends I have here too. The under for the Giants in their last eight games is seven and one, and the under for the Pittsburgh Pirates in their last 10 is six and four. With both teams' best pitchers here, that's where I'm going to be as well. And maybe even take a shot on the Giants' run line, we get a 3-1, 4-1 victory.
0: There you go. Yeah, we've called that. I feel like we've got, called that kind of five nights in a row, but uh, it keeps coming off, so yeah, why not? Um, when these lines do come out, the place to find them is at uh, Win, uh the headline sponsor on the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, you can you wins bet $50 to win $200 promotion, uh, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Uh, if you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, you'll be ended with the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Experience at Onco Beach Club, which includes a two-night state win resorts for you and your entire league. That is some prize. Um, also. Uh, you can party with DJ Diesel if you bet $100 or more on NBA or casino. You'll be entered into a prize door uh, to attend that DJ Diesel event um, at Onco Beach Club, and you can have a meet and greet with uh, Shaquille O'Neal as well this summer. Um, also, man, it just gets better. Uh, all users bet $100 on Thursday to Sunday of the US Open and, and enter into a prize door where a winner and a guest will receive a complimentary round of golf at Wynn Golf Club and the two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. There's lots to choose from. Uh, get down to wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older, present in the state where play-through is available. If you are someone new knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-407-00. i am also going to tell you briefly about Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. One delicious scoop of AG1. Uh, you absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, whole superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Uh, It's a special blend of ingredients that supports gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, uh, supports better sleep quality, Disease AG1, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Um, Athletic Greens will give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash SGP, that's athleticgreens.com, slash SGP, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Next.
1: I do is, have some news. Did you give out lines on the Giants-Pirates game? I'm seeing lines for this game. No. Did give out giant Yeah, I did. You, you did? Okay, yeah. Under-8, yeah, Giants- that's, that's the number. We're getting the juice on on the over there. So the under eights minus 105.
0: Yeah, it looked it was a pick. I think, Were they both minus. Yeah, the, the Giants were minus one eighty, and uh, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, over eight at minus one fifteen. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. that was one of that was one of my one of my strongest leans of the day. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. Next, seven o seven Eastern first pitch is the New York Yankees at the Toronto Blue Jays. Great looking series. The Yankees have had a week of it. Uh, just seen the back of the Tampa Bay Rays, um, and they head off to Toronto where Jordan Montgomery. Uh, we'll get the start for the Yankees and Ross Stripling, uh, goes for Toronto. Um, not seeing any lines for this one, uh, Yeah, because I don't
1: think Ross is one of those guys that's confirmed yet. I think he's he, one of the guys that you found.
0: So, yeah, he's where he, he he came up on a couple of the sites I use. He does it, he is, um, appeared now, um, in the last half an hour or so on MLB.com. Okay, um, the Yankees in the Blue jeans. uh. What have you got? You got a few trends for so, CNO?
1: Yeah, I'll start with Stripling because I didn't have his name down. He's three and one on the year with a 314 ERA, 35 strikeouts, eight walks in 43 innings pitched. It's a very good line from him. Um, For Jordan Montgomery, he's two and one on the year with a two seven eight ERA, fifty one strikeouts, ten walks, sixty six point two innings pitched on the year, and he hasn't given up four or more runs in a start yet this season. The Yankees are thirteen and one in their last fourteen. The total is split seven and seven for the over and under, but the Yankees on the run line in their fourteen game span is nine and five. Whereas the Blue Jays are are six and three in their last nine, and the over is five and three. Um, If the Yankees weren't like, what are they, eight and one against the Blue Jays so far this season, I would probably stay away from this game. But since they have had very good success against the Canadian Birds up there, I I think I might take a run line here with the Yankees and give it a shot. Oh, wow.
0: I mean, They've done well against them so far this year. They're um, yeah, they are the twenty-one and ten against the at least opposition, the Yankees, where Toronto were eleven and eleven. So uh, a markedly different yeah, uh, I th- record. I think it's eight-one for the series. I'm yeah, yeah, and that's up. the that's that's the difference in the standings. Pretty much, you, you level yeah. those games now, like, uh, and the the you drag the Yankees back to forty-two wins and put Toronto up to forty-one wins, but obviously. That's not how it works. Um, I just had a feeling with this one that one of four things can happen, although they are related contingencies, which I like both pictures. Probably going along okay. However, I thought I'd get that Ross Stripling always, or traditionally, he might prove me wrong by being great all the um, has the ability to blow up. Um, I thought Montgomery could do the same. And then at either point, either of these teams can just go off as well. Uh, the Yankees' offence or the Blue Jays' offence can just go off on any pitcher in the league. Um, or, like I say, either of these pitchers could could go off. So the, the potential for an over here uh, was just a little bit too uh, mouth-watering for me to turn down. Obviously, I don't know what that number is. Um, eight, I was hoping for an eight. That might be a little bit ambitious. I don't know. An eight might be about right, you know. Uh So if you you can get something along that, we could have done with Dylan tonight with his little Rockford lines. But yeah, I've got the over written down, but obviously um, we're speculating because it's over what? Uh, But I thought there'd be some runs in this game. Might be a better way of saying it. Um,
1: Yeah, the the season series is 6-3 Yankees.
0: 6-3. It's going to be a good series anyway. And yeah, Toronto need to start crowing a couple of games back um, on the New York Yankees. Uh, Next is a 7-10 Eastern. First pitch between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Boston Red Sox. Um, Adam Wainwright goes for St. Louis, and Michael Wacker goes for Boston. A uh, bit of a veteran matchup here. Uh, St. Louis at minus one thirty, Boston at plus one ten. The total is set at ten. Um, Let's find my notes on this one. Uh, Wainwright five and four, two eighty four yards, seventy three. Innings 55 Ks and a 123 whip. Uh, Wackett is 4 and 1, 233 ERA, 54 innings, 36 strikeouts, and a whip of a level one. Uh, Wayne Wright's last seven games, 215 ERA. Um, he has gone seven innings exactly in his last three games. He's been fine on the road, got no problems with them there traveling. He's been pretty much bomb proof. Um, Michael Wacker had one of his weakest starts at Seattle last time out. Um, however, at home at Wrigley Field, he's got a... Um, not Wrigley Field, sorry, Fenway Park. Uh, at, um, <coughs> at home, uh, third, three times I've gone back to Chicago comes now. We've got Keegan Thompson, and now we've got Boston playing there. Um, so at home, he's got a 086 um, ERA, um, which obviously plays. Um, I thought this was a really close game. Uh, to pick here, but that ten—I mean, get yeah, that ten—that number just—I thought this was going to be low. Yeah, I've, I've got two pitches that were going along, okay, okay, two decent offenses. Um, but even then, ten runs is a lot. I mean, this could this could be six, three, seven, two, or something. Uh, we still not reached the ten. Um, I like Boston at home as a home dog, uh, a plus one ten as well. Um, but I think my stronger lean is going to be the under uh, on the total, so under ten. A uh, minus 110 for me. Uh, am I missing something with this big number, Noah? No, you just hit it at the very end
1: there. Uh, the under for the Red Sox is 9-4 and four in their last 13 games, where they're 11-2 and two straight up. So um, I think you're hitting the nail on the head there.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So uh, did, did you have a pick for this game, or is that your play as well? Yeah, the Red Sox has a
1: short dog at home, and the under – Cause I mean, they've been winning these low scoring games and I mean, when they were on that win streak, when they were like, I don't know, winning 10, 11 rattling games off in a row, they, they were lightened scoreboards up and now they're winning low scoring games. Uh, I, I talk about it on the college baseball, pod. that's a sign of a really good team there. And this is a team that's going to be coming around. And I, I, I think this is, they are hitting in stride right now. So I, I like yeah, where they're, they're at.
0: Um- uh seven ten eastern first pitches. Uh, we've got a TBD pitch in this one. Um Miami Marlins uh at the New York Mets. Um I've got uh Garrett, what's his name? Ooh, it starts with a B. Something Garrett. Uh and Carlos Carrasco going for the New York Mets. Um no lines, uh this one. Um pass this over to Garrett. You have. Braxton, that's him. Um, yeah, Braxton Garrett and Carlos Carrasco. Now, no lines up on this one. Um, I'm guessing the Mets will be a prohibitive favourite approach and probably uh, minus 200, actually. They might be about maybe minus 180 favourite is what I would take a little punter. Um, have you picked us any uh, trends out on this one? Yeah, so Garrett,
1: he's one and one on the year with 10 strikeouts. Two walks and nine innings pitched. So not too bad there. Um, hopefully my Wi-Fi is doing okay. I'm getting connection unstable. So that's not very good. But in his last start, he had five strikeouts, only one walk, gave up only one run, and that was against the Astros. So he's been pitching well. Um for New York, you get Carlos Carrasco, who's seven and two with a 380 ERA, 68 strikeouts, 14 walks, and 68.2 innings pitched. Um With Cookie on the mound, I think I have a strong Mets lean here. Um, They've won six of their last ten. The over in their games are seven and three. And in those six wins, they've covered the run line. I believe it was. I didn't mark this one down. Um, That's my fault. Uh, They've covered the run line all six times in their last six wins. Uh, Five times in their last six. So I like the run line here on the Mets.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, it, it was a really boring game to handicap this one. There was nothing really to recommend Miami. You, you couldn't find an angle in, run line over at all. There was nothing. Um, I watched the game last night against the Phillies, and um, although they were, they were the, the Phillies walked it off in the ninth. Um, it was one nothing to Miami, and they they need to carry that amount. Look, that's the only way Miami ever look like they're going to win a game. Uh, as if they do, uh play absolutely perfect. Uh, perfection and, and win one to nothing. Um see so yeah, it looks like a straightforward Mets run line here. Yeah. Um, Mets took a bit of a hiding last night at home uh, to the Brewers. Um, so yeah, that'll get the, the loss for the week out of the way. And I think the Mets will just turn, turn them over fairly straightforward tomorrow. 7-10 um, Eastern first pitch. The Texas Rangers at uh, your Detroit Tigers, Noah. Uh, John Gray is on the hill for Texas and Tarek Scooble, uh the lefty, goes for Detroit. Um, Any lines on this one? Do a nice little refresh yes, of the page. Have, yeah. There I've we go. have got them. Yeah, te- te- Texas plus one ten, uh, Detroit are minus one thirty, and the total set at ah. seven and a half. Am ah. you okay? No,
1: nah, the Tigers shouldn't be a favorite, but I mean, with Scubal on the mound, we're getting overpriced here. I was hoping that we'd come in as a dog.
0: To <laughs> be honest, I was quite surprised when I saw um, Detroit favorite Jay yeah, for anything. But uh, yeah, I I'll let, I'll let you, I let you crack on with this one. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, Scubal is on the mound, so this is like the one kid that they win for. You know, he's he's got a five and three record on the year in his last four starts he has three of those wins he's got a 271 era 75 strikeouts 12 walks and 69.2 innings pitched on the year and for john green uh or john gray i mean not green john gray is one and three with a 485 era 57 strikeouts 22 walks in 52.1 innings pitched His last game, he had 10 strikeouts against the White Sox, and he has some of these games where he has like huge strikeout games. Uh, Two starts ago, I think it was against um, Oakland. He had 12 strikeouts. That's off the top of my head. Don't bank me on the team, but he had 12 strikeouts in that start as well. The Rangers are four and five in the last nine. The over is six and three. Tigers are three and eight in the last 11, and the under is six and five. So no strong trend in this game I was hoping that the Tigers would be a dog but honestly I just probably am going to end up staying away from this game
0: yeah I know what you mean I, I've got the Tigers written down as my pick uh, but at minus 130 it's not very doesn't fill you with confidence <laughs> um, the home record still okay that was something I kept going back to uh, when you lot were ripping the piss out of me last week when I took the Tigers a couple of times um, the oh, hang on a minute let me the it might be back to 15 and seven. Oh, actually it's dropped to 16 and 20. Actually I've, I've jinxed them. So at one point last week, it was 15 and 15 last weekend. So they've gone, uh, they've gone one and five since then. Um, They have to win somewhere. That one win, uh, win was like, against John the Blue Jays gray. that you took them. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, yeah. I got that one. Win. Um, um. So this was as much a fade. As gray, uh, really Texas. You never know what you're going to get with Texas, um, but yeah, I'm going to fade John Gray. Maybe we might, there might be a better price somewhere. Um, but yeah, Detroit is my lean, but I wouldn't fancy picking them um, at a price of minus 130. Now, let me tell you about Sleeper uh, and their new over or under game. Uh, you already know Sleeper. I'm sure you do the uh, fantasy platform. Um, the best fantasy platform by an absolute mile. Loads of my leagues on there. But the over or under game on there, um, game-changing product. Else in the industry, like it. it's really easy to play. Just choose your sport and your player. Pick the over or under. Uh, and then choose the amount of money that you want to enter the contest, uh, and you can win anything from two to twenty times that money that you put in. Um, the chat feature you, is good; you can play with your friends, you can copy their picks, uh, you can sweat everything out together. So loads of fun. Uh, if you download the Sleeper app and use the code sleepapp.com/sgpmlb. Uh, Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. So join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Um, And I can also uh, tell you about Manscaped with Father's Day coming up. uh, Manscaped have put together um, a little performance package 4.0 bundle, which includes the signature lawnmower 4.0. Um, it's a perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair uh, in your performance package. You get the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, uh, the weed whacker for your ear and nose hair, crop preserver, bald deodorant, crop reviver, performance boxer briefs, uh, and a travel bag. Um, so, yeah, loads of great things. The uh, Lawnmower 4.0 is the official MVP of Father's Day. Um, dads love love their comfort. Uh, So get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SGP. Uh, Shake what your mama gave you. No, shake what your daddy gave you. We just had an enforced two-minute break there where we had to download part one of the show before we started uh, part two. And I'll tell you two things that happened in that break. Uh, My small boy came into the room waving a great big bar of chocolate the size of his head about. Um, He said, can I eat this? And I pointed at the telly watching the golf and I said, if this putt goes in, you can eat it. And then Corey Connors sank a 45-footer, drained the putt, so he's ran off with his bar of chocolate. Absolutely delighted. Uh, and then my daughter <laughs> came in and said, Dad, if there's something in the fridge with the uh, sell by date the 11th of June on, can I eat that? Uh, and I just said yes. Uh, so I sent the kids off. One of them's Good got dad. a bar of chocolate bigger than him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's, yeah, if that doesn't deserve a uh, lawnmower 4.0, I do not know what is. So yeah, uh, one's <laughs> giving himself type 2 diabetes and the other one's giving ourselves food poisoning. Uh,
1: <laughs> but think, anyway.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're both laughing. It was that ear wigging into my conversation. 8 10 Eastern first pitch uh, is the Chicago White Sox at the Houston Astros. Uh, Lucas Giolito uh, gets a start for Chicago, and Framma Valdez uh, goes for Houston. This is another good looking matchup, actually. I yeah. like the look of this one. Uh, the White Sox are plus 160. Uh, Houston are minus 190, and the total is set at 8.5. Uh, Giolito is 4 and 2, 380, 80, 80. Or eight. Uh, 53 in the third pitch with 70 Ks and a 144 whip. Uh, Valdez, six and three with a 264 ERA. 75 strikeouts, sorry, 75 in his pitch, 61 strikeouts and a 113 whip. Um, Giliotl struggled recently. um, Yes. Given up four, two and six in his last three starts. Has a 435 ERA in his last seven. Um, Valdez is 2.22 in his last seven starts, um, but he does have a 4.15 ERA at home. Um, Here's my stat, my trend. Uh, I hope I'm uh, not going to rain on your parade here, but the Chicago White Sox have scored five runs or more in seven straight games, um, which is relatively impressive. So um, I thought the over was a great bet here. Uh, G-Little Struggling tells you that uh, Houston can score some runs. Uh, white Sox have scored five or more in seven straight games and Valdez's home form isn't great, which tells you the White Sox can score some runs. So everybody scored in runs. Give me the over. Uh minus one oh five
1: 1-0-5. Yeah, I mean, it's basically you're sitting the same set as you, but I, I just went for the flat total. The over is 5-1 and one in the White Sox. Last six games, and they were doing that without the Tigers' help. So that's one thing. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And uh, the Astros are four and three and on the over in their last seven games. So the trends were pointing me to the total. And Framber Valdez against geo now if Gio was better over his last few games, I would say this is like appointment television, but you know what I've got, I've got game ones of college world series. So I can't really announce an MLB game as appointment television. You no, know? but Framber Valdez, he lost his last start against the Marlins. He gave up four runs, but only two of them were earned. Um, the issue with Valdez is he has nine walks in his last three starts, but he's won five of his last six starts. So that means his last start, he lost to Miami, but he won the five prior to that. I think this is a great bounce back spot for Valdez. I think the Astros get the W here. They're a heavy favorite. Um, I'm, not comf- I'm not comfortable enough in that run line. So my play is going to be on the over eight and we have another total where we're both on the same side and the, Juice. We have minus 105 instead of like a minus 110 or a minus 115. So,
0: kind of like that. That's because we are both very shrewd men, Noah. Uh, that's what's <laughs> happened there. Um, and 840 Eastern first pitch is the San Diego Padres at the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Mackenzie Goh um, goes for San Diego and on the hill of Colorado is Kyle Freeland. Uh, two lefties going here. Uh, no lines, unfortunately. I don't know if you can. Uh, see anything uh, Noah for this but what we'll what's on San Diego at Colorado so
1: <clears throat> I don't think the lines are out because I think this is another one of them that uh, your website discovered so um, but I, I trust it. I think both these guys fall in line uh, the Padres are ten and three in their last thirteen games. The over is six and seven, uh, so technically the under is seven and six. The Rockies are four and nine in the last thirteen, and the under is nine and four. I mean, we're inside Coors Field, and we have Mackenzie Gore on the mound, who I love. Um, uh, and Freeland, I know he's better on the road than at home, but. There's no lines on this total. I would assume it, we, got, we got the Coors juice, so it's going to be at like it's got by eleven. Half. The under yeah. would probably be my play. Okay, 11. Uh, well, the under would be my play either way. I, I, I would say down,
0: anything at 10 or lower, I would go lo- under. That, obviously, I haven't seen a line. I didn't know what to do with it. Everything that I was handicapping made me want to go um, over, actually. I tell you why, Mackenzie Gold had to start... Um, against Colorado fairly recently he gave up 16 runs in that start um, although he has been going well either side of that so it could just be an anomaly so the, the factors for me were uh, Colorado at home capable of scoring some runs that was a tick Freeland at home uh, gives up a load of runs and Colorado taking take and Mackenzie go for six last time um, so although I think the line will be high um, could be 10.5 could be 11 I don't know goal, I think Gore might suppress it so yeah it could be 10 10.5 10 maybe uh, but okay. yeah, not a strong lean. And obviously I haven't seen the number, uh, but I, everything I wanted to, uh, to write down was, was telling me to take the over. All right. You've
1: talked me off the cliff. The Rockies do rake off a left-handed pitching and I didn't know they had the PVB there. I didn't, like I said uh, earlier, I don't have uh, the the fantasy stats yeah. today. Cause we got to make this one quicker with 16 games on the slate. Yeah. So, absolutely.
0: yeah. Um, Eastern is the Kansas City Royals and the Oakland Athletics. Um, Daniel Lynch, I believe, is the Kansas City pitcher uh, and uh, Frankie Montas uh, will go for the Oakland Athletics. Uh, No lines on this one. Fairly close to a picker, I reckon. Um, If ever the A's are going to be a favourite, there's not many circumstances in which they are, but it's got to be with Montas on the hill and it's got to be at home to a bad team with a dodgy pitcher, so it kind of the perfect storm so you, I don't know I would price this up maybe minus 110 115 Auckland Yeah, we'll have to see where this comes out uh, Lynch is 2 and 6 with a 550 ERA has pitched 54 innings with 50 Ks and a 156 whip Montas is 3 and 6 340 ERA uh, 76 and 2 thirds 80 Ks and a 104 whip um Lynch was pitching OK last time. Out looked sharp. And then things fell apart. Um, but this appear, This is kind of the problem. He, he just gets himself um, in a bit of a muddle and can't get out of it. Uh, 6.55 ERA in his last seven. 6.20 road ERA. Um, Montas, his last time out, was his worst start of the season. Uh, five earned runs he gave up um, at Cleveland. Um, I mean, yeah, as much as I said, the years we're going to be a favorite in this position. It doesn't mean I can back them. Um, the one and nine in the last 10. Um, I've got a little stat here that, um, Oakland are only scoring 2.6, um, runs per game at home or uh, on average, which is not very many runs. They're going to have to do, That means they've got to, um, do something a bit like Miami. We talked about earlier on, do something really special at win a game. Kansas City are scoring 4.29 on average on the road. Um, their their road is much better than the home form as it stands um nothing it in it, I, I can't back, I can't I can't back Oakland, so I would have to take Kansas City really whatever the price so yeah give me Casey
1: um yeah I mean it, it depends on what the price is for Oakland cuz uh it's not very uh great what what the trends I have here is, but I mean, it's Frankie Montas on the mound. Like you said, if there's ever going to be a time when they're favored, it's going to be with him on the mound. And I mean, he's the better arm when you look at it between him and Daniel Lynch. Royals are four and seven in their last 11, but the athletics outdid them going one in 13 in the last 14. I don't have a trend on the total, but the A's have lost 10 of their last 14. 14 games on the run line and all four of the Royals wins during that 11 game span when they're four and seven, all four of them they've won on the run line. So if Kansas city opens as a
0: favorite, uh, I mean, that might be a very, very juicy dog. Yeah. I love it. Uh, nine Eastern, the Minnesota twins at the Arizona diamondbacks. Um, smelter, is his name, Devin smelter. 70. Yes. Uh, Devin Smeltzer gets the start uh, for Minnesota. And Madison Bumgarner um, goes for the D-backs again. We've got two two lefties on the bump here. Minnesota minus 140. Uh, The D-backs plus 120. The total is set at nine. Uh, Takes away with Minnesota at the Diamondbacks, Noah.
1: Yeah, so Smeltzer here, he is one of the guys. I'm not sure where the Twins picked him up. Um, anyways, uh, I thought he was one of the guys, but he's not. Um, the twins have a couple of guys that come from this independent league, um, in my backyard. It's called the USPBL, which is based in Utica, Michigan. They just picked up my buddy, uh, out as a free agent, uh, playing out of this indie ball league. His name is Pierce Banks. So, uh, there's that. I mean, he's he's a like 510 pitcher, he's an absolute bulldog. Um, played in the same organization as I did growing up, travel ball and stuff. Um, But uh, for the... Game here today between the Twins and the Diamondbacks. The Twins are seven and five in the last twelve, and in this last twelve, the over is eight and four. But in their last four games, the under is four zero. The Diamondbacks are four and eight in their last twelve, and no real trend on the total. Devin Smelter, he's three zero with a two thirty eight ERA, sixteen strikeouts, nine walks in thirty four innings pitched. Uh, he doesn't give up too many runs, but when he does, it's usually on the long ball. And for mad bum, he's two and six on the year with a three fifty ERA, 45 strikeouts, 22 walks and 64.1 innings pitch. The diamondbacks have lost four straight of his starts. So, uh, the twins, they love hitting off of lefties. I'm normally not this confident picking a twins game, but I like the twins here.
0: Um, yeah, I've really been uh, enjoying Smeltzer, actually. He, um, he came across from the Dodgers 2018, uh, but he's, yeah, he's in a few of my fantasy teams. I, I picked him up off waivers in a few as well. Um, and I've watched Minnesota a few times uh, this week, and they, they've been relatively uh, relatively feisty. I had a couple of picks here. Um, I do think Minnesota are a I mean, the price is minus one forty. It's not big or clever, uh, but I think they're a, a solid value favorite, uh, and the under as well um, at nine just seemed a high number. And Anything really? The the Diamondbacks um, do do struggle that offense, and I, Mad Bum can keep it relatively tight. So I wrote those two things down, but my main play would be Minnesota minus one twenty. Yeah, uh, minus one forty. Sorry, uh, behind a decent uh, Devin Smelter start.
1: Yeah, uh, so I wasn't going off a cliff with that USPBL mention. They've the Twins have picked up five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12 guys from this independent league that's in my backyard. Wow. So I mean, they love scooping up guys, and you would love the team names here, or maybe your kids would. One's called the Unicorns, the Utica Unicorns. One's the East Side Diamond Hoppers and it's a frog. And their mascot's name is Ribby. <laughs> one's the West Side oh, Wooly Mammoths. And uh the other one's the Birmingham Beavers. So just a four-team league, but I mean they love scooping up players from that league. And like I said, my buddy was the latest one that the twins grabbed.
0: I am um... I learned about travel ball this week. I didn't know anything about it, and I don't know what podcast I was listening. There's a lot of uh, travel ball chat on there. So when you say travel ball now, Noah, I actually know what you're talking about, rather than Sweet. just nodding and smiling like I've done previously. Uh, so yeah, brick it's by It's basically base, guess, like uh, your,
1: it's basically like your nighthawks team going on, going around and playing different cities. I mean, that's what I did growing up yeah. all the time.
0: Um, I can't imagine what we do resembles in any way what you do. <laughs> it's recognisable <laughs> uh, as baseball on occasion. Uh 10 ten Eastern first pitches, the Cleveland Guardians at the LA Dodgers. Uh Zach Plesak goes for Cleveland. Clayton Kershaw uh, is on the hill for the Dodgers. Uh the Dodgers are a ooh minus three favourite getting Cleveland plus two. Uh the total is set at eight. Um Interesting game this one. I don't mind, please. Zach 2 and four, 4, 7 ERA, pitch 61 with 43 Ks and a 129 whip. Kirsch was 4 and 1 with a 212 ERA. Um, started just six games, um, had some injuries. Uh, 34 innings, pitch 36 Ks and a 079 whip. Um, please, Zach's been kind of reliable. He's, he's got six strong. Uh, in his last three or six strong-ish uh, in his last three starts. He's 11 games started. There's two, there's two really um, bad games in there to the inflate, inflate his figures. Well, um, uh, They were the Angels and the Houston. So I think there is the potential for a top team to get at him actually and there's uh, not many teams who are who are better than the LA Dodgers. He's got a 6.49 road or too. Um, This is Kershaw's second game back uh, from injury. Um, he pitched forward at San Francisco last time. Um, Cleveland have been more than competitive. Um, I thought they were interesting here, only because uh, I'm not sure what we're going to get out of Kershaw, how deep into the game he's going to go. Um, and Cleveland can get really at anyone. Uh, they, they, they've been hitting really well. You've listed a whole load of players. Um uh last night when we talked a little bit of DFS uh, for the Cleveland Guardians. Um so they're interested in that plus prize, that's a huge price plus two fifty. Um I thought this would go over though. I thought both teams should contribute. Like i said, Cleveland can hit and score. Uh, and Plesac's gonna give up a few. Um so this uh this the total of eight I thought was a, a really nice total for us. And I can say this easy getting to double figures, in fact. Um the average run scored for these two teams Dodgers five and a quarter at home, uh, Cleveland four point five eight on the road. So add those two together, bingo ten, easy game. Noah, what do you think?
1: <laughs> um, I'm actually like, uh, I'm just gonna put a half unit on Cleveland line. I think if we had Dylan yeah. here, he'd be screaming about the value here on this game. Is like just get a piece of it, like throw throw a pizza bet on the Indians here shit that was my first time calling them the indians on this podcast Ah no 50 pence in the jaw mate yeah uh, uh, just throw a pizza bet on the guardians damn i can't believe i did that uh but yeah i mean with police sack on the mount, he's he's all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um, all right yeah so
0: what did you, did you just text me about pizza too <laughs> no, I was Moonaf even though he's somewhere in Switzerland, is chirped up in the Slack channel as me and Noah recording. So I just asked him how much cheese he's eating. Um, oh and while you were <laughs> talking true. about pizzas, hence the confusion. <laughs> yeah. That's why I laughed <laughs> <Sorry>. even further <laughs> while we we're doing it. But no,
1: please uh, is he, is like he can do this and this Guardian's team is hitting very well right now. So I mean that's that's valid to just put a pizza bed on that.
0: I absolutely think so, yeah. We have, it's 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 written on my sheet, Cleveland, at plus 250. Interesting is the word I've written. Uh, but yeah, half a unit, why not? Um, uh, the final game uh, on this uh, mammoth card is the 10-10 Eastern first pitch, the LA Angels at the Seattle Mariners. Michael Lorenzen um, is the starting pitcher for the Angels. And Robbie Ray, uh, the Cy Young lefty, goes for Seattle. The Angels are plus 120, minus 140. Total is seven and a half. Uh, Another good-looking pitching match. We've got three or four uh, intriguing ones uh, on this card, and this is another one. Uh, Noah, what did you uh, get for the Angels at the Mariners?
1: Yeah, so since the Angels have snapped their long losing streak, they are two and four, which isn't much better. And the unders are four and two. The Mariners are also two and four in their last six, and the unders are one and five in that span. So, not much trending on the totals there. Um, Michael Lorenzen, he has not been too bad this year. I actually like the guy, too. Uh, he's six and three on the year with a 345 ERA, 44 strikeouts, 21 walks in 60 innings pitched. Robbie Ray, he's been a guy that I've been fading for most of the year, but he did have a great start last uh, last time out. He's five and six with a four fifty two ERA, eighty one strikeouts, twenty eight walks in seventy two point one innings pitched. Um, the Angels usually wake against lefties, but uh, they still need to figure something out over there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back Ray and take the Mariners here. They're big favorite, so I might just stay away from this game altogether. But um, I'm not confident in this play much. I like Lorenzen. Uh, unfortunate, because I think he went to the Angels thinking he'd get some at-bats at the plate too, but yeah.
0: <laughs> we're going to go with the Mariners on this game. Um, this, to me, Sony came down on the prices. I thought it was a really hard game the handicap. I thought it was close. Um, but at minus 140, I wouldn't be interested in Robbie Ray. I could take him at minus 110, um, but yeah, there's something. He hasn't been as consistent. He, he, he's thrown in the odd good start, uh, like you just alluded to. And I do like Michael Lorenzen. um, like him a lot. Um, so at that plus 120, I would lean towards the Angels. Like you say, they do hit lefties. Um, and again, I've, I've watched them uh, Mariners this week a few times. They've underwhelmed me. I've been a bit disappointed with them. I thought they were going to have a, a decent home standard, maybe get a little bit of steam behind them. And it hasn't happened. Um, they were on last night, this week. Live recorded the show with Dylan, uh, in yourself, and um, it was nothing, nothing up with the seventh, and then Minnesota just put them to bed five, nothing late on, and Seattle didn't really have much to show. So, um, just at the value and at the disparity of those prices, I'll take the Angels at plus 120. i get my, my lock and dog, uh, in a moment once I have told you about IB Vanish. Um, if you go on the internet, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the internet, it's uh. It's a real game changer. People, you should give it a go. Uh, but <laughs> if you use incognito mode, that doesn't actually protect uh, your privacy there. Um, you need some added security, uh, or you might as well give away all your private data, to hackers and advertisers, other prioners, etc. which is why at the SGPN, we use IP vantage VPN, which makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. It encrypts 100% of your data, so all your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history and more will be completely hidden Um, even your physical location um, IP Vanish you can use on all your devices you can use it on your fire stick for when you're streaming stuff Um, and they are currently offering for our listeners 70% off their annual plan uh, with a 30 day money back guarantee, the equivalent of getting 9 months for free. IP Vanish is dead easy to use, just tap one button, you're instantly protected, stop Sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. If you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP, use the promo code SGP, claim your 70% savings, that's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Right, well, after last night's shenanigans, when you and um hijacked (laughs) hijacked, uh, my lock and dog, I'm going to go first, but we've already discussed this, so it actually doesn't matter because I know we picked different ones. Uh, but I'm gonna lead off anyway. Um, my luck of this show is going to be the over in the White Sox Houston game. Um, I thought this number was way too low. Uh at eight. Uh as I, as I pointed out before, the White Sox are scoring runs. Valdez is ropey at home, Giolito's struggling. He's just got runs everywhere. Uh, this is gonna be seven four to somebody. Uh, so I'll take the over eight there. Uh, and my dog. If it's a dog, we think it's going to be a dog. If it's not a dog, don't come at me. Um, it's going to be <laughs> the Royals. Um, I just can't take the A's in any point. I think... I don't know they're going to be a favourite anyway. Uh, we'll take uh, we'll take the Royals um, as a dog. If not, uh, if they come out as a favourite, give me that Cleveland bet. Uh, give me the Guardians at plus 250. Uh, but if KC uh, some kind of plus money, uh, then I will take the Royals, Noah.
1: Yeah, um... For me, I am going to go with. I lost my note on what game my lock
0: was. Um, oh, you told me before as well. Now I know, see uh, if I can um, remember my lock, <laughs> uh, you, something to do so with uh, something to do with Bumgarner, was it not? Um.
1: Oh, yes, it's the twins. The twins on the money line was well, my go. lock that of the day. Of... but the lines had come out and it was minus 140. So that's why I was a little yeah, I was a little bit. uh off on whether I was gonna take that. There's a total that I liked uh, just as much. And I'll try to see if I can find that. My dog, my dog. is going to be uh, the Mets on the run line. I like them against the Marlins there. Um there is another game that isn't out yet is the Royals, the run line. I like that as a dog um, up against the athletics. If the Royals open up as a favorite, if they open up as a dog, they'll be plus one and a half and it'll be heavily juiced. Um, oh, the Braves and the Cubs was my other lock that I would take for an over. I like that one as well. Um, huge trends. Keegan Thompson has been rough uh, in his last three starts he's been chased before the fourth inning in his last three starts and charlie morton has a 567 era so i like the over when that one comes out as well
0: okay thank you i'm sure the listeners were very inspired by your confidence there as you uh scratched your head like a cartoon character sorting out your uh lock and dog on the fly noah uh thank you very much Ray. that was good i very much enjoyed your trends noah um i might thank you uh, I, I figured I I'd do it because it? we
1: didn't have any lines and we didn't have much time for the DFS plays and stuff like that. So
0: Well Dylan's, Dylan's great with his over he gives us the numbers and obviously I'll bring the uh I'll bring the charm and ambience to the show. Uh so yeah, <laughs> you could be the trend guy and we'll just uh we'll fade Moon off and his cheese right out of here. Um yeah. I no, I we'll do, do have do I'll, I'll
1: give I'll give the listeners one college baseball play too. It's a day game, so everybody loves those. It's at two o'clock. I like Oklahoma on the money line against Texas A and M. They're minus one thirty. Oklahoma plays a lot of small ball, and Texas A and M's defense struggles. Uh, they're one of the worst defenses in the field of eight here. Their third baseman Werner throws the ball away a lot, and Oklahoma is just going to bunt with that speed. So. I like Oklahoma. There, they have a power lefty that Texas A and M also has lost their last three games against left-handed pitching. So Oklahoma has one of the best lefties in this field, and I like them here.
0: Nice angle, mate. I will uh, have a small investment in that. Um, I'm going to tell you all again to go and get some of my Ascot tips. I had one runner again today. One winner, uh, seven to four. The price plus one seven again today. So, Again today. Yeah, don't I'm nice. so surprised. I mean, not as fancy no, but as I know No, but I know you won
1: one yesterday. So,
0: yeah. So, one for one. But I think I might have three or four tomorrow, including uh, the 25 to one shot, uh, the life changer. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the Notorious OTB. You'll find A that nice the lottery podcast. Ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right. That was loads of fun. I, I do appreciate it. Uh, thanks, yeah, enjoyed everyone, it. for listening. Like, rate, review. Uh, we will be back um, tomorrow. So um, handicap Saturdays games for you, um, and some semblance of the squad will be here over the weekend. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate it. Enjoy the golf. Enjoy the baseball. We'll see you down the road. Cheers.